Hello, and welcome to Fandoms, Culture, and Perhaps a Few Murders. This is episode two, where our topic for today is censorship in things such as anime, video games, and the like, and when it's gone too far. I'm Feline, with me is Spade. How you doing? And Alpha. Hey, y'all. Now, let's get started. All right, let's go. My favorite part, we're going to start with the nudity, because we, we all love nudity, don't we all? Ton, ton of different ways as they sit there become super, super inventive with blocking the naughty bits. The first example I got is in a certain magical index, there's a scene where index is walking out of the shower, and I, I haven't watched a certain magical index in a very long time, so I cannot remember this scene specifically, but... From the angle, the person's index finger and pinky are covering both the nips and the vajay. And it's just so funny because it's boom, right out of the shower. And she's spread eagle, just right there. Mm, spread eagle. <laughs> Standing up though, not laying down. It's really the best eagle. It is the best eagle, so be sure. I'll salute uh, that bird. Tula Rue has hair that conveniently just falls right into place as the character's shirt busts open. Because that's how it happens in real life. <laughs> exactly. You gotta have long enough hair, though. Her bangs were gangster. Um, there's always the beams of light, which is always good, as if, like, God himself is blocking lights in your bathroom, as if you have lights that bright in a bathroom. <laughs> um, the other option, I, the other ones that I have is, oh, there's an there's episode of Yu-Gi-Oh. It's, it's one of the newer Yu-Gi-Ohs where he has two shades of brown hair. Not my Egyptian Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a humanoid shark character there. And in the Japanese version, he has a butt crack. In the American version, they just erase the butt crack. <laughs> like, is it the crack or just the ass line? No, the whole cheek is still there. Cheeks is still there. They just erased the butt crack so that so it's no not booty shape. <laughs> it looks like he's in a wetsuit. So was it no X? The, no, it's the long. They had the whole butt. It was a back view of the shark and the humanoid. And it was the whole two delineated butt cheeks. Yeah, because I'm just they I'm just the delineation. I, I'm just wondering because you know how in some animation, uh, and I think in one of the plushies that you have, remember that you can the see the little, little X, anus. the X where the anus yeah, is. The X with the booty hole. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, was is that the type of censorship we're talking about was in there, or was it just you know like you didn't get booty hole. You just had the, the cheeks were tight and firm, so okay. they were not wide and opened up freshly bones uh, freshly steamed cheeks. bones i get it yeah they weren't spread cheeks they were compressed they were the high condensed cheeks high and tight <laughs> like everybody likes them chiseled ass chiseled chiseled round like you bite it and <laughs> a tooth would chip okay that kind of high and tight those and are the best kind yeah they just erase the butt crack and it's just so <laughs> funny to read they do that in sailor moon they're they <laughs> you know me and Sailor Moon. Me and Sailor Moon are like this mm-hmm. together forever, forever and ever. Um, they'll they'll shorten the cleavage from the top. So if you have like you know a big titty woman like yourself, um, there's a long line to reach from the chest to the bottom of the titty. In the anime, they'll erase the top part of that line so that it looks like the person just has an extended chest, mm-hmm. like chest bone, like chest cavity. Mm-hmm. And then smaller boobs at the bottom so that it doesn't get shown. I'll, they'll, they'll erase it all the way to the waterline when they're doing sauna scenes, to the towel, just a little hint to the top of the towel. And it's like, mm, I don't think people are barrel chested in anime. <laughs> I always hated that one. Um, the other ones I have, oh, yep, that, as I mentioned, the saunas would always use suds, soap, lather, 
or the steam from the shower. At least that one's oh, a little bit more natural. Yeah, that, you know, and I get that, but there are scenes where characters are just flopping around doing jumping jacks in a shower, yeah. and the such just kind of stay in place covering the naughty bits highly. Well, you know, that uh, suds can stick on people in general, but, uh, you know, they just forced, of course, because they would have already popped and whatnot. Yeah. But it's a little right. bit more natural than, you know, just some straight beam of white light that perfectly curves across, like, the nipples or <laughs> down below, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, always, I always love how... In these scenes, the bathroom is always bigger than any other room in the fucking house. You know what that kind of reminds me of? I think it what? was, what, in Austin Powers where he did a whole thing where he was, like, naked and he was moving around the room, but there would always be something that perfectly blocked, like, his junk. And yeah. I know a lot of anime does, like, scenes like that where it's just perfectly blocking it. I was just getting to that. Evangelion 2.22 did a subversion move where Asuka was standing there in a doorway. And from the angle, it was a person sitting down in a chair. So the person's table next to the chair was to the right, and she was standing in front of it. There was a stack of cans, like, you know, they do the six, then the three, then the, then the one on top. Mm-hmm. Well, she was standing there, and the cans were perfectly stacked to block her. While she's standing there, hands on hip, red leg eagle, bitching at whoever she's bitching at. Then the person reaches over to the top can and pops it off. And you immediately think, nakedness, right? No, there was a straw in the can in the front that just whole happens to be angled perfectly to cover both the nips and the vaginis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. It's really good. Then there are also examples such as Monster Masume, which is nothing but just fan service all over it. They use hair and spider webs from the BDSM loving Spider Woman. She's my favorite. She's my favorite. Then there's always, you know, like walking in the forest and the nicely angled flora. Maybe a, a deer will come walking out and start blocking titties. Um, though my favorite, 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 favorite are the shading when they just make it super dark as if the vagina is dark and full of terrors. And the floating heads like in Rosario Vampire. Mm-hmm. Now, Rosario Vampire, they normally use her little bat in the Americanized version. They use the bat with little wings and he talks shit. Yeah. But in, in Nobunaga Sensei, they have they, they hold his legs wide open, spread eagle, like he's the one to be penetrated. <laughs> but in the spot where his his schmack would be is a terrified version of his face in chibi form. <laughs> Teared and like moving away, like it's a little mini gif, like, oh my god, no. And the woman who's about to p- apply herself to his schmack, hers, her vagina is covered with her face in chibi form going mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never seen nothing like it it's one of the funniest things it's on par with Shimonetta using little worms popping out of the sand to cover up <laughs> to cover up erections and shit oh that's so funny but yeah I hate censorship it needs to be removed but anime they do it really well <laughs> I think anime does their best and maybe sometimes a little too far with some of the censorship that they may go. I agree. But like in Interspecies Reviewer, which is one of my favorite animes, it's literally about adventurers who just go to um, brothels the whole fucking time. They, they, they review brothels and they all have different species of succubi into the brothels. Like there's cows. There's, there's, it's really weird to say it, but watching it is so fucking good. And they, they do censorship in that too, but they had to. And it's like, it's so bad that, in a, that when they tried to um, dub it, they only did one episode because the Americans is just less. The Americans are just like, no, 
no, this is way too much. You get one episode, it's not happening. That's it, that's it. And they refuse to. And they don't even have it out on DVD. It's so good. <laughs> I, I love it so bad. I'm not saying I had a pirated version of it, but I have a copy of Interspecies Reviewer, and it's just fucking awesome. I suggest other people go out there and, and watch it and get it. It's funny. <laughs> anime bug. So when you're thinking about um, different types of censorship, I mean, we understand why some studios and even some countries would want to do, you know, a censored version of whatever the medium is because, you know, it might have some sort of message that they might not subscribe to or that they want, you know, out there in the ether. But, you know, the we're discussing about you know, the times where it may be unnecessary. And even though we, we clearly understand that when we're reading or hearing about articles having to do with why things are censored, sometimes right away it sounds stupid and unnecessary. And in some cases, even after hearing it and or reading it, we find that it's either, you know, still stupid or it might be, you know, understandable or a little justified. Um, so in terms of, like, games... We all know that there's been stories where I know uh, any one of us has heard about Manhunt and the controversies that have been around it, how it has been banned in some countries or just yeah, or just straight you know taken out of stores. Um, there was a U.S. representative who um, had backed actual legislation to impose a fine against those who sold adult-themed games to those under 17, which it, it, there is a precedent for it now because the ESRB has the ratings there because of such things, right? But it, mm-hmm. they, they also made it a rule where retailers have to abide by, okay, if someone's about to buy a mature-rated game, they have to show an ID. But we know that in some cases, they either enforce it or they really don't. It depends on what the situation might be. But they also have gone so far as to send, you know, mystery shoppers in to see if they catch anybody not, you know, keeping to the rules to be, you know, to be certain. But um, yeah, they do that with liquor stores and stuff like that too. So for for that U.S. representative, that's not necessarily, you know, like out of bounds. You could find someone or a company for not following rules to, you know, because it's part of the letter. It's part of the rating system. Without the enforcement of it, then it makes the ratings, you know, toothless, right? Like, that's more like punishing the, the, the seller than it is the maker. And they want the maker to stop making these games as opposed to selling these games. And most of these times, it's even if you do sit there and do the ID thing, they'll get in a grown-ass adult to buy it for them. Or exactly. an uncle will buy it for them, or an aunt will buy them for them, or a mom will buy them for them. And the mom is pissed off at the aunt for buying it for them, but then they, they sit there putting all that shit out on the, the, the game company itself. Like, listen, you want your kid to take it out and break it. There's a whole story, I'd say, like a, a paper trail for something like that, right? I was going to get to the, okay, that first example with a U.S. rep imposing a fine, that's by the by and that's acceptable. That's, you know, not forcing it. However, it's only a matter of time before they go after the developer or the publisher or both in, in this case because they believe that they're peddling violence or gratuity to the masses however there it's we're free to make whatever content we want americans and you know the world for that matter can consume any type of media whether it be music movies games they have the right to be able to watch whatever entertains them so in this case 
where the publisher has the right to make the types of games, or I should say the developer has the right to make the games that they want to tell the story they choose to have. And the rating is there to be a buffer between those who are not in the know and those who are. And it's at that point, once that game is made and then shipped to those retailers, it's the retailer's responsibility at that point to make sure that the game that has adult content or mature content gets into the hands of those whom they were made for. However, they have, of course, that whole paper trail as I was alluding to earlier about, so Billy wants to get the new Grand Theft Auto, but because it has an M rating, he knows that he can't buy it himself if he's under the age of 17, so therefore he'll sit there and be asked or he'll go to his relative and say, hey, I want this new game for Christmas or my birthday or whatever, or if I get straight A's, this is the prize I want. And for the most part, those parents or family members didn't do the due diligence to find what that content had. So therefore, they're buying it blind. And then it's their fault that they didn't do it. But yet, yes, when they discover what it is, then they want to sit there and blame the retailer and then the developer, which is not fair because, hey, you were the one who didn't ask Billy what was it about. You were not the one who did your research to see, oh no, that game, I can't buy you that game. That game is either going to be too bad for you or maybe I can't get that because your parents are going to be mad at me because I got you a game that they probably knew they weren't going to get you because you told them about it and they said no and I didn't know. Therefore, what they want to do is they want to reflect that blame onto someone else. There's a level of accountability that's not being accounted for here and it's like the video game people, it's not like they don't show you what's being advertised in the game. It's in the the trailer. On the game case itself. Yeah. How, like, it's not like you pick up Doom Eternal and think this is going to be just like Animal Crossing. No! You, well. pick up that, you, pick up, you pick up Doom Eternal and you flip that red game case over and it is blood, gore, alien faces, and and evil looking back at you. Like, when you pick up, when, when we're talking about games that they're looking for, none of these games sit there and hide anything that they're playing in the game. So, that purchase spot right there is still the line where it stops because it's not like they're putting flowers and a lovely slice of life anime on the cover of fucking like another you know i would beg to differ i think doki doki literature club look at this game to buy whatever it is for little tommy badass they see the game and they don't think yeah church going mom is going to be absolutely okay with me giving him demon souls right now no. Yeah, but like, they're, they're not blind. That there's a going accountability there. It's up to them right there to decide whether or not to buy it for Little Tommy Badass. And if they decide to not buy it for Little Tommy Badass without discussing for the aunt, then boom, the, the accountability stops right there. There's no, like, they're, they're not blindly going in buying these things. They can see it on the cover. Some of them and don't. They, and anybody can send, they, 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 the access is right there on your phone that you can Google it if you have any fucking second thoughts. Honestly, I, I feel like for people adults who are let's say in their 50s or older who clearly don't know how to use their smartphones nearly as well as a teen does they're the ones who would sit there and only search it just so they can see what the cover looks like and then they'll go over to their store and say hey do you have this game and hold their phone up we can't keep depreciating the mental acuity of people 50 or older 70 year old women have a baby 80 year old women, women out going to clubs and shit 
dressing up however the hell they want to. We can't diminish the mentality of these people just due to age. Well, it isn't the age I'm attacking. Maybe they can get away with that, but you can't you can't sit there and 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 make rules for everybody when it doesn't. The rules don't account for everybody. I'm thinking, and I, and I think that's where we would differ there because the accountability stops at the store. And every there are fifty year old men out there looking for twenty year old bitches right now. For buying shit has to stop at the store. The the game developer no shouldn't get any account for it. Nor should the people who who sell the games. It's the people who buy it who have to take accountability for it. I go into a store expecting to buy A and B, and I come out with C. That's my fault for doing it. I don't blame the store for not letting me buy A and B unless A and B isn't there. If people get dragged into doing other shit and buying shit, that's their accountability. Those are the two things that I was getting at. I wasn't talking about their age in terms of their mental acuity. It's them not doing the due diligence to actually go beyond looking at a picture or typing something in there. there. We can't govern a, a singular accountability off of people. It's not fair. What accountability? For them buying at the store. If they, like you said, for instance, when you sat there and said that they didn't sit there and, and look up to see what the game is because the kid's just like this game here. Even if he sits there and shows it to the guy, they still have to sit there and look at it at some point in time of what they just purchased before they left the store. And that's if usually they don't when they take play any it. Steps to look, if they don't take any steps to look, that's their own personal accountability. If I go into Sephora and go in for blush and the woman puts in mascara and I don't pay attention to what she's done the entire time, and then I leave the store, go home, put on the mascara and wonder what the fuck I'm doing with mascara, that whole process from the checkout... Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, the, it's that person's fault because all they did was they just looked up the name, got the picture, so that way they can show it to the retailer, so that way they can just pick up what was requested of them. So it's, yeah. that's what I'm saying, that the fault lies within the person who bought it, but they want to reflect that on the retailer saying, oh, I didn't know that this... Well, it's, you didn't know because you didn't ask and you didn't sit there right. and, and you didn't... And you didn't and, and you didn't look at all because realistically you can look at the cover of a game and it can show you basically what it is just on the front cover but not in depth so they flip it over and they might exactly. they might read it they might not they might just skim the words but honestly if they're looking for more pictures there's usually two three four pictures at max on the back of the box and none of the, none of those screens are going to show you exactly what i'm saying is that they don't they'll tell you in the rating you know what the content is within the game and then they'll tell you, they'll give you a summary of what the story is about. And then they'll show you some screens. Maybe you'll see a gun. Maybe you'll see a weird looking creature. But for the most part, these people do not do that. And they literally, from the times I've been in a game store and I've seen someone come in asking to buy something, it's most of the time they're just showing them their phone and they're not really asking questions. Only very few actually do that. Yeah. But it's normal, like, in those cases, those are people looking for other people as opposed to, like, an aunt with a child who's, like, not showing their aunt on purpose to try to get the person to, like, feel quiet before she realizes what's going on type shit. And even in all that, they shouldn't legislate against that because it's personal accountability. You can't sit there and govern every individual person. But, yeah, getting back to the topic, you completely die blind. Yeah, no, no, it was, it, it's, uh, that's all part of the discourse, anyway. But I'm just in the saying that the... Uh, the thing was, something related to Manhunt was the fact that um, the game was linked to the murder of a 14-year-old back in 2004 by his own friend uh, in England. Oh, wait, that was based on a true story? This was based on, around Manhunt. Oh. And so the this was back in England, again in 2004, in which uh, a friend had murdered his friend in his house. And according to the victim's mom, 
she said she had heard that some of the accused killers pals said he was obsessed with the game um the media coverage um had some uh vendors removing the game from shelves because of the media coverage around it and um later on police had denied that the that there was a link between the game and the murder citing that what really happened was it, it was a drug robbery that happened to go wrong and when they were canvassing the room for evidence, the game happened to be amongst that person's belongings. So again, I just... Biden, I bet you a Biden was also among his belongings too, and nobody sits there and, and wants to point the wrath of God as a reason for violence either. Well, shit. that's a whole different <laughs> justification for a whole lot of other terrible acts that have really All happened. All right, I can walk around sitting there saying, yo, she's wearing two types of fabric together. We need to stone this bitch. She's a witch. This motherfucker cr- cranted, planted food crops next to cotton crops. We need to stone him in public. But the thing about it, though, is that's just, you see, that's just a, an example of how there was miscommunication or an assumption that went awry. It's an issue with Marilyn Manson and music. Over this. That's anything having to do with any form of violence. They want to assume that because it's shown, there has to be a direct correlation to anything bad that ever happens after the fact. When there's plenty of violence that we've all seen throughout our lives in throughout different generations, but that doesn't mean majority of the population is going around assaulting people. I feel like somebody should take excerpts out of the Bible and post them as to reasons why people can become violent just as much as they do for video games and everything else. I mean, not to say anything inflammatory, but there are terrorists who do perverse Bible verses or their Bibles right. to justify acts of murder. And what, yeah, what I'm saying is that they don't use that in the American courts as a reason. They only use that for terrorists. They don't use it for Americans because Americans couldn't possibly do anything against the Bible, even though there was a white kid who shot up a black church. They don't say that the Bible was the reason that that kid decided to go crazy. Now do they? No. They even took that boy out for Burger King on the way to jail. Fuck all that shit, man. They cite, you know, what, freedom of religion as being among the Bill of Rights, so it seems like anything happened happen to do with that document in pertaining to an individual citizen's rights will most likely catch a lot of controversy on both sides of the aisle and in the middle, because now, if you do say something, like the examples we just pointed out, then are you attacking that religion itself? <laughs> But we're not attacking that religion. We're just citing examples where that religion had been used by name, by verse, or by association. If it's not there, there's no need for it to be mentioned. But it was mentioned in the story, therefore we're just relaying what we've been told. Oh yeah, no, I absolutely get that. And my point is, is that they could sit there and say that the person's home had Marilyn Manson records, and um, the uh, fucking Slayer records. Automatically, they must be an atheist based on that. But they won't sit there and count out that the, the house probably had a Bible in it too. And how many violent scenes are in the Bible? How many times did God sit there and ask someone to kill someone for someone else? For him. And it is what it is. Yeah. But, but um, they can point, like, again, pointing out video games, shit like that. There's a Bible in the house too. Yeah, I mean, no, they didn't mention anything about a Bible. I know, they wouldn't because they don't see that as a bad thing. You don't see that as something that promotes violence, but there's violence in it. And what they're saying is that anything that has violence promotes violence. Like anything that has the image of an angel is itself an angel. <laughs> like, they're using that, but they don't sit there and do it across the board. Because I bet you there could have been a Stephen King book in that house too. There might have been. been any type. There could have been a, 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 a crime novel book in there. He could have been watching 
CSI Miami for, for, for months trying to figure out how to sit there and cover it and get away. They, they could have been watching the news. There. Right, they pick and choose the, the, the shit that they want to try to point out and then they, they're, they're, there's an agenda against video games and music and all this other shit just because some old fogies don't like it. And that was to Feline's point uh, because of watching the news. I mean, the news was the catalyst for why the game even got mentioned in the first place being there. And then so due to the intense media coverage around it, then that made vendors feel like they had to take the game off the shelves before they caught ship. I was going to say that um, New Zealand had also uh, banned the game in December 2003, going so far as saying that possession would be deemed a chargeable offense. Get out of like here. Like it's a drug? Yeah, like it's contraband. <laughs> well, even well, in a way, yeah, it was contraband. Just not one that you could smoke or shoot or inhale. Not that we know what those things are, but you know. Uh, Australia banned in, uh, that game in September of 2004, mandating a recall of all copies sold in that country. Ontario had classified it as a film, therefore they could restrict it to adults only, and that was in February of 2004. Germany, of course, they have a lot of censorship issues which I will delve into as this episode progresses. They confiscated all copies in July of uh, 2004, which means they literally went to your house and took what you bought because it was against yeah, the law. You know, more recently enough in December of 2013, Battlefield 4, China had actually banned the sale of that game and also requested the stores and online vendors to remove it because of the um at that time the recent China Rising DLC was released and they claimed that it needed to be taken down because that DLC happened to feature three maps of China's mainland and they rationalized it as that could give people the idea to invade them because the maps were accurate. But what? Like, I'm sorry, there were four maps. Four maps. Map online to do the same well, ex- exactly. Or just like to... a map, period? Yeah. Just get them f- I mean, honestly, map. it's like, I mean, we all know yeah, I mean, if you're a gamer anyway, and you follow uh, like a franchise that you might like, that's based in you know more in reality, not like Animal Crossing or Mario or something like that. But if you play Call of Duty, if you played even The Last of Us, we know that developers go into the places that they're going to put in their games by taking pictures and having you know accuracies to make you feel more immersed in those worlds. But in this case, they felt like because there was four maps. Um, in that DLC that showed China's mainland, they decided to say that we need that to be banned because that may give people the idea of trying to invade them. But it's like, you're a whole ass country who takes up most of a continent and you have over a billion people and how strong your military might look or actually be. I don't think there's anybody going to try to invade your mainland, you know what I mean? Yeah, not just off of a friggin' game, especially since, you know, the people who probably actually have the abilities to invade you have physical maps that they're looking at rather than needing to look at it through a game, through DLC of all things. Plus, didn't they know from Princess Bride you never start a land war in Asia? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna give the, the, the specific quote. They viewed it as a national security risk in form of a cultural invasion, just so, <laughs> just so, just so I, you know, I get that properly out there. Um, China's media did um, um, criticize it for discrediting their national sovereignty, so they said, saying that the reasoning for that was in many games and in many mediums, the USSR was viewed as an enemy 
So therefore, the shift must be going from that to them. Besides the fact that games like The Last of Us tried, though not perfectly, to recreate Boston, Fallout did too, and like just you know, plenty of places in video games that replicate real life places in the U.S., our own country, which we ship those games out to other people too. But to, <laughs> but to be fair though, um, developers t- go to those areas where the games are supposed to take place, like uh, Last of Us, uh, the first one and fallout 4 and they did take pictures of boston landmarks to uh, incorporate them into their game however they were going to make it their own so they were going to build boston however was going to fit their narrative but using familiar locations but there are other video games that definitely use accurate maps of places in america that you know get played by non-americans so if they're going to use that logic we would be putting ourselves at risk too yeah but you see china looks at themselves as you know because the communist society is what it is their mentality is different than ours so therefore if we're free to put our own states and cities in any medium like tons of movies film in new york i'm pretty sure that even if you've never been to new york you would know how to get around times square just by watching enough movies to show you every aspect of it in, in regards to their so-called paranoia about their sovereignty and all this shit it's cracking me up because uh, like a year two years ago before the pandemic i wouldn't have, i would have said this is absolutely ridiculous there's no fucking way blah 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 but like after after the pandemic after the january 6th where our own people americans started trying to overthrow other americans i wouldn't put it past Americans to just get up on a plane and just like try to join together to do some dumb shit. They're doing that right now in Texas. Saying that right now, all they need to do is get passports. Some proud boys. Other people's countries, and like it, like it'll be dumb. It'll be so dumb. It'll be a group of militia people looking to try to crack down on whatever virus is becoming, whatever country bumpkin militia when they, what they want to do and they're going to do some dumb shit or like post it online to the point where they get enough uproar that the QAnon people start like yeah let's go and set up a GoFundMe they're actually going to ship a couple of people over that's like I wouldn't say that that was completely out of realm until the last couple of years <laughs> saying. five years ago hell no five now I'm not so sure wouldn't say I wouldn't be surprised you know, it'd be funny too, because you'd hear immediately after they got shipped over there, they got like detained and they'd be crying for exportation. Right, and they'd be, they'd be asking for American rights. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I'm an American. I'm an American. You Even know, though you came over here with intentions, <laughs> you know. Welcome to our jails. It's way rougher than your fucking five-star shit that you got. Oh, it's so it's, yeah. I, I, like I'm saying, they got, they got, I got, they say, I say they have some ground. For this at this point but before that not so much. call of duty world war ii in germany their version uh removed swastikas replaced them with the nondescript iron crosses they, they, they even blocked the gore oh oh yeah i absolutely believe that um wolfenstein 2 hitler's actual mustache got removed <laughs> for what and triangular symbols Maybe because they didn't want Hitler to look like Hitler, and maybe no maybe it's a propaganda. But I mean, honestly, some for well, someone as infamous as, as someone as infamous as him, his very image is propaganda on its own. Yeah, so we're, heard... we're, you know, I assume that's that's probably what they wanted to do, and the triangular symbols are what replaced the swastikas in that game. <laughs> 
But it makes no uh, sense. If you're specifically wanting it to be Hitler rather than just someone with a Hitler style stash, because I know they say like Hitler ruined that kind of mustache. So anyone who ever wears it would probably be looked sure, at yeah. as a fascist. But when it's literally Hitler, I think it's okay for him to wear that because it's him. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't want it to be him. That's what that, that's why they removed well, it. Then don't tell the story like, in Germany. Like, Wolfenstein's all about Nazis. The whole yeah. franchise is about Nazis. Yeah, but they don't want that to be like that. They, they want to deny the whole chapter of their life, their history. Well, they know they can't. I mean, they just want to get away from it, and I'm sure that people don't. I mean, they don't want people to continue to, you know talk about it over and over again because if you keep talking about it it doesn't truly die i don't think and hitler is gonna die not, not. it's part of he's part of world history he's part of world history he's never gonna go anywhere and they might as well just accept that it was a part of their history and you know it is what it is but you can kill him multiple times in zombie army before i mean you can sit there and and go through you know the the motions and games like zombie army and whatnot because it gives people the fantasy of being able to kill someone who they would have never really killed or had a oh, chance yeah. to it in the first place, there. you know what I mean? The I mean, not there. even the allied forces were actually able to do that, you know what I mean? He took the care of that shit himself. Rockstar, being back on the list again with Bully. Um, there was a, a judge that prohibited the commerce and import of the game banning it back in April of 2008 because a lawyer had filed suit to determine whether or not it would would constitute a ban if it was a public nuisance, which means they literally got someone that they hired to play this game so that way they can then analyze that gameplay or that person's findings while playing that game, then that would then signify the ability to be something bannable. They should do that with people. Yeah, with it. You just have to deal with that little thing called freedom, that's all. Yeah. The, the freedom to sit there and, yeah. hey, listen, you're you're free to act stupid as long as it doesn't, it should not get in the way of other people or harm if other people. If it's a public nuisance. But it's still, they still have the right to be stupid. It's just a matter of they should be a little bit more cognizant of how and who and what their stupidity ends up affecting. But we can force, or rather other entities can decide to enforce consideration onto us when we want a game as it is, but putting censorship on it anyway. We can't get it for the content that we're actually looking for, like talking about it earlier. If we're looking front to back at a game, knowing it's violent and has adult themes, mature content, and we want it anyway, why are restrictions being enforced onto us? How come we don't have the freedom to choose that? Yeah, back in the day, you used to be able to choose between an explicit and non-explicit CD. Why can't you do that with a game? I agree. But you used to be able- You can choose the explicit, non-explicit songs on iTunes and shit too. But uh, the thing about it is, is that, I mean, they gave you the choice, you know what I mean? You could, they literally told you explicit version, not explicit version. So that gave the person, the consumer, the right to buy which version they wanted. Now, in some cases, people did buy the wrong one because they didn't do their own due diligence and read the version in which they were buying. But if you actually did know that there was two versions of something being released, then you would see, or the companies would see metric wise, oh, people prefer the original version over the clean version. Therefore, we're gonna make much more of the original version and give people the story and the content that we want to tell unabated by anything because they legitimately chose to buy that version. Just like right now, you have that option with buying a PS5 physical or digital version. Same thing with the Xbox. So you have the choice to buy whichever one you want, right? So if you have the choice to buy that, why couldn't you sit there and buy a game that is 
uncensored versus one that's a bit neutered. You know what I mean? Going off of that, this was kind because of... Because the companies don't want to buy the neutered version. They don't want to bother making the neutered version. Then they don't want to make money. Well, they're making money. They, they, they strangle it from the people that they're overworking for making the video. Game. Yeah, that's beside the point. I mean, I'm just in there saying that if they want to get more of the pie, make two versions. Not to I mention agree. that there's probably going to be a need for it anyway because other countries are going to have higher restrictions on terms of censorship anyway. So you're going to have to make alterations to it if you want to sell in other countries which is what they do now and and this i would imagine that this would cost more to do it after the fact because now they had to go through the possibility of a recall of a ban or whatever and now they have to go back to the drawing board and be like okay what content can we cut that will let them sell our game so that way we're not losing money now you see i feel like they're spending more money having to go back and fix it as opposed to just coming out with two versions to begin with you know what i mean come out with let's say if they're going to produce over the the lifetime of the game or at least at launch to use a smaller number let's say that they ship out uh, a million copies why can't eight hundred thousand of that be the original intended version and the remaining 200,000 be what is actually the neutered version. They could always sit there and leave the physical copies to the rated R version, so to speak, and leave digital copies to... Have the, both versions? Uh, you know yeah. what could be an idea? And if, that would save them money, too, on the physical copies. It would. It if would. they just did like all the censorship through a patch, and it could be only applicable, like you could only download it within the countries where the patch is necessary. Which would, would, which would be a cheaper alternative. It would be cheaper and it would also be making sure that the same way we can't access like Japanese-only content for yeah, like PSN, yeah, it would be already the on their it's servers. Yeah. As, a, as a side note, I have not heard this being discussed in any article that I've read or podcast I've heard. So just saying, you heard two good ideas here first and publish, <laughs> publishers, developers, we will take our checks addressed to the three of us. But also going off of what we were talking about, like being able to choose the content we're deliberately wanting to partake in. That's kind of the whole purpose of the rating system, isn't it? To let you know ahead of time at the beginning of a movie when you're looking at a game, what kind of content it is you're getting yourself into. Movies do. And if you're going to proceed with it anyway. So they even have that with anime, you know? The disclaimers at the beginning, you know, may not be suitable for all viewers. Oh, Funimation, I think Funimation's the only one who really does that. I haven't seen anything like that go, I mean, I know Crunchyroll is owned by Funimation, but it, 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 that would depend on the, the, the company owner, like Toei or, or Bandai. Yeah, you well, know well, in this case, Sony for Funimation it's not too many and Crunchyroll. But because they are a major, you know, distributor of anime in America, and you're talking about how censored, like, interspecies reviewers was for Americans, they're giving you a heads up of what it is to begin with. So if yeah. you know exactly what you're going to be seeing, you can choose not to watch it, rather than taking it away from the people who are okay with proceeding forward with that, which is... Right, it should be a spread out, a spread out practice. So, like, another form of censorship that you hadn't specifically mentioned when referring to anime that I was going to mention was with violence. Like, if I know I'm watching an anime and it tells me, like, there might be blood or violence in it, why, when I'm watching it, do you black out half of the fucking screen so I can't even see what I'm looking at because yeah. you don't want to show blood when I know what I was getting into and I was cool with it? Uh, <laughs> would sit there and like not show all of the action you'd see like the, the the classic before scene and then like the right after and like with the sword sh <laughs> shutting into the scabbard you know type shit you know right afterwards like 
and it like it wouldn't show all the blood and all of the fight scenes like the bits where they're cutting off people's arms and shit like that i used to always get me mad it's like kind of one thing it's still annoying when they just like cut it all together but it's really ugly and distracting to look at when they literally just do the black shading on literally more than half of the fucking screen. It's yes. distracting, and if I honestly would say it's more offensive to look at than seeing some red, like, splatters. Oh, that is too, yeah, it, it, it's infuriating. Stop taking off half of what I'm looking at. It literally the the point? impedes the point of watching a visual medium if you literally cannot see it, especially because I'm choosing to watch this. You know what I mean? Like, you don't watch a show that has to do with swords and guns and magic powers without expecting some form of violence and then taking it away from me anyway when I know and chose to watch it. It's really excessive and it's not good. It makes me half the time kind of want to stop watching because it's just really annoying. Co-signing all of this. Co-signing every bit. I'm saying that um, we're, we talk about censorship, but where it really segues into and has a huge amount to do with cancel culture and the fact that you both have said you guys know what you're subscribing to to watch you're willing to watch it because as fans of the medium are likely while looking for something that you want to watch something new you're going to read up on it and if you read up on it and you know what is going to be contained therein you actively chose to press the play button so why is it that for people who did not do the same or expected it to be, I don't know what they read, if they actually did read it, something is, there's a disconnect in their mind or something in which they decide that, oh, this is offensive. But you saw that the content was rated a certain way. And if you read it, you know what it's supposed to be about. And if you started to see some stuff that you found to be offensive, you could make a comment. You're free to make a comment. But don't do it to the extent where, because you didn't know what you were really looking at, that you made such a noise to ruin it for everybody else who did actually want to watch it, you know? It's like cancel culture takes something that doesn't necessarily need to be taken away because enough people who, for the most part, are ignorant to actually doing said diligence to just come out and say, oh, this offends me, this needs to go. You're not the only person, though. Exactly. It's like you're not the only person who is trying to watch this. I mean, I don't understand. And to an extent, I have not read, and I don't know if you two have, uh, seen or heard or read anything about it but I don't recall for all the hype that Squid Game got I have not heard a lot of stuff talking about oh it offended them it seemed like oh it was breaking all types of records left and right and that was violent and what what's the difference and that was actually showing you people as opposed to animated individuals who don't exist on the 3D plane you know what I mean actual people dying in front of you and none of this shit that pops off video games popping off here for this movie yeah Absolutely, absolutely get it. And I would dare say that uh, the Saw franchise, for all the gore that they show, they didn't get nearly as much noise on the 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 censorship and banning bandwagon like the Hostel franchise got. And the Hostel franchise does the exact same thing, only without elaborate traps. Just the idea of a secret underground cabal runs without us knowing and it gives people the right or the secret right to play out their murderous fantasies when i understand that part 
would be the thing that would put them above Saw. Saw kind of does the similar thing. They just have to get themselves out of that situation. You know what I mean? That's okay. because it's getting, it's getting the QAnon people way too close for home because they already think that there's a secret cabal of people running the world who are actually secretly like three kinds of different aliens and a human skin. Literally played y'all a clip about the woman who said she woke up with an alien in her husband's body. Yeah. I think it's because it's hitting too, home, too close to home for a lot of people that that's why the, that one got more shit to, thrown toward it than swinging. Which is funny though because Americans loved the idea of the purge. Which is all right. about Americans having a night to do all of their terrible violent fantasies, right? So why is it that they all liked that? Unless you can remember some sort of controversy yeah, around yeah, it. Yeah, there was there was some comments about people questioning the the subject matter, but but not, not to the nearly, extent not nearly, to and get especially it canceled, you no. talking about like the Saw franchise and stuff, where again it is all violent and you know torch, literally kind of torture porn, where it shows people being ripped apart and uh, mutilated in all various creative forms. But there is a whole bunch of shit going on when a game like Mortal Kombat, which again, by looking at the original games versus now is a lot more tame than the more modern games. But people were losing their minds over a few pixelated blood, blood yeah. splatters and a body that blew up with too many rib cages. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, that's shut up. <laughs> but there was uh, Mortal Kombat, like, like when it first came out, too. Now, you see, that was one of the things I refrained from mentioning because that has been mentioned before. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, looking at that versus, like, a Saw movie. And granted, there's, of course, there's going to be detractors to a Saw movie, but clearly it enjoyed enough success where it has so many sequels. Incredibly. And that has to do with real people. And how many stories have you heard of that blame Saw for, like, someone committing some violent act? Unless someone built, like, some crazy trap. I've not heard any anything pertaining to Saul being credited to the murder of anyone or the torture yeah. of anyone so far. Which is I know, funny. I there was one with uh, Slenderman. Yeah. But again, they're trying to link it to video games. And also, I will say, I feel like that story about Slenderman, I remember that with the girl. I don't think she was actually influenced by Slenderman. I feel like it was probably her trying to use a scapegoat to sure? justify doing I something sure. stupid. Yeah, it was just like two girls who wanted to sit there and, and try out something against someone they didn't really like that much. Because there's so many stories. There's so many stories where you hear someone doing something stupid and then trying to backtrack to blame something else. Like, it's not their fault. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reference what she just said there, uh, a Harry Potter reference specifically, and it was in Goblet of Fire where Mad-Eye Moody was explaining the curses that were unforgivable oh, yeah shit. and he was sitting there talking about um well yeah but in this particular case it, it you know it was about the um the particular spell where they the death eaters who were accused sat there and said i was under the influence of the imperious curse and he said oh, yeah. but, but but he said here's the rub though how do we sort out the liars. You ain't wrong. But um, another game that popped up uh, on the censorship banned list was uh, Phantasmagoria. Uh, it was banned. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, banned in some U.S. outlets um, in 1995 for extreme blood, violence, and sex, and um, because it did mention it, it 
did include a rape scene, which, which, which was a sequence that was in it. So in some cases, probably pertaining to that alone, and depending on how explicit it might have been, that might have justified its banning. You want to know something that I just remembered? I don't remember the name of the game, but it was more of a, like, it was sort of something you watched rather than played. Like, you watched a female streamer as she got a fan who got little, who started to border on, like, stalker shit. Like, you could choose to answer him or not. And if you answered him, he would like, or didn't answer him, he would progressively get worse. And I remember hearing complaints from women saying, oh, this is like exploitative or it's, you know, basically just bad. It's too close to home for some people. No, they were just, see, but that's not how they were talking about it. They were talking about it as being like just sexist in general, Uh, rather than that. Because it was live action and it had an actual streamer. And she was talking about these are things that actually happen. And so in a way, if this game makes you uncomfortable and men play it too, they can understand what a female streamer is going through or a female in general is going through. It creates awareness. It, it, it needs to be spoken about. It creates a narrative and the narrative needs to be spoken about. I absolutely agree for that. Going on top of that, I don't think it's a good idea to get rid of everything or ban everything that makes you uncomfortable. Because if it makes you uncomfortable and you just choose to ignore it, or push it away or forget about it then it never gets talked about and it never gets addressed and that means when it happens for real actual acts of violence and like abuse continue to go on because everyone just would rather ignore it and not talk about it instead of taking it head on and being like if this makes you uncomfortable that just goes to show that we need to stop it but this clearly needs to be talked about why does it make you uncomfortable? This is why. And if it um, makes... Try to find a way to stop it. Yeah, if just the idea of it makes you uncomfortable, imagine how much worse it is when it's actually happening to someone. Right, when the per- to the person it's happening too. Like, nobody ever sits there and, like, thinks about that. They're always like, oh, I don't want to deal with this because it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, well, imagine how she fucking feels. In Japan... The Japanese version of The Last of Us had censored the dismemberment scene in the game. Wait, what scene is that one? There was a scene where Ellie was captured during the winter when she was taking care of Joel. And one of the guys that she came across, unbeknownst to her, was the leader of a group that were cannibals. Oh, that was the one where she had shot the deer and he was there. Yeah. I don't remember. Right. It was where like, was yeah. the dismemberment? I remember that. I remember, I remember that, that but... following the scene of like her running around in the, the, in the restaurant that's on fire. Yeah, yeah. that was after, that was, yeah, that was after the fact. Um, I believe it was uh, a scene where she was in the kitchen or in a joining room and they had someone on a table in which some parts were already cut from the person and you know Mm. obviously these people had to have been eating something you know what i mean right so it's like and supposedly when she had caught the deer it was because he was hunting the deer at the same time but the question was you know whether or not he had actually seen her and it was technically hunting her while using the deer as an excuse oh yeah i would have thought that too absolutely Um, it, it was something that you thought of like um you know, after the fact. The other thing was um, with MK versus DC Universe, Joker and Deathstroke's uh, headshot fatalities got censored or were, <laughs> or, or, or were seen happening off screen. You can't, you can't censor anything from Mortal Kombat. It's dumb. Any type of Mortal Kombat fighting game, you can't really censor it. Which is true. There's absolutely no point because the, the entire aim of the game is to fight, is to kill, is to maim, is to make it as spectacular as possible. 
That's what made it his bones on. Right, like quite literally broken bones. <laughs> but 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 uh, I can understand why they would have shown it because notice the names I gave you were Joker and Deathstroke, and both of those are not MK characters; they're DC characters. And DC being oh, a you know DC being a, a family friendly type of label in terms of their comics and their cartoons and stuff, they can't do uh, apparently that type of gratuitous violence. Even though we know if you follow the comics, that is exactly what they do. Deathstroke is a hitman. The Joker right. is a, uh, the Joker is an anarchist. You know, they, this is what they do. Shooting someone straight in the head might be blunt, but it's the very it's least of what they've thing. done. I mean, honestly, for Deathstroke, he he'll shoot anything that he's getting paid to shoot. You know what I mean? Right. Even if he has a double tap. Like that's the point. The whole point of his goddamn character. Um, the other thing uh, was with Silent Hill: Homecoming. Australia had refused to classify the title at all just due to the impact of the violence and excessive blood effects that the game had shown and then also at the same time once again you know your pals in germany the version there had <laughs> had postponed the release until konami had made the the cuts um that would please the censors which was alluding to what feline men- was mentioning um much earlier that's terrible but come on you're, you're you're we're talking about the silent hill franchise and that's all about psychological horror in which there's gonna be a lot of bdsm type stuff that's displayed there you know what i mean and there's gonna be people who look like they're in some sort of you know pain or 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 torture you know there's there's binding there's lots of chains there's lots of blood you know it it, it just that's what the franchise shows in terms of the psychological horrors and if you're going to play that game clearly that stuff is going to be present there and the rating is there to let you know that that type of stuff is going to be in there you know and you could always have sat there and looked at a trailer or something to see what the game might entail before you even decided to go out there and buy it Super facts. It's just censorship is ridiculous. Speaking of some stuff that's a little more ridiculous and has to do with games, but not so much in terms of violence, because while violence nowadays is, a lot of people are more desensitized to it, and it's par for the course that you expect some people to not be okay with violence. Something that sounds a little more silly is, number one, Animal Crossing, when PETA tried to like protest the idea of catching fish and bugs, like it was animal abuse. Dude, they came after one streamer who sat there and made his island look like a zoo so that his visitors, because his residents were the zoo creatures you came to see, and they came after him to, to let his animals out. But like, this is what I mean. Like, that's so dumb. <laughs> like, and they did a, they held an in-game protest within a virtual, you know, someone's museum. But the museum was full, which means wherever they were hosting it, whoever's account it was on, whatever PETA member's account it was, they caught all the bugs and fish in order to have them in their museum in the first place. <laughs> Like, I don't understand the idea of trying to complain or protect virtual animals that aren't really being harmed, that aren't real in the first place. Like, don't you have... Virtual and paper, don't forget, they attack their people at animal crackers because their animals were still like <sighs> on the cover of the box. Like, you have a job that could actually protect real-life animals, and you're wasting time on this. They're actually not even protecting them. They have the highest kill rate out of all of their shelters. See? And I have this dress-up game. It's a dress-up game. Literally, it's a dress-up game. And... Oh, I think I want to know what you're talking about. Yeah. They came out with an outfit that was based on a matador. So, you know, you have a matador outfit all in red, a flaming bull in the background. People complained about it because they said, like, what is it called for bull riding or 
you know, the actual matador shit. <laughs> Just bullfighting. Bullfighting, there you go, fuck. They called that animal abuse and they were offended that they put a matador outfit in the game. So when the outfit came out on the American servers, it's a Chinese game. When the outfit came out in the American servers, they replaced the bull with a flaming unicorn. And it's just so dumb. Like, why do you need it? First off, in the game itself, the bull isn't even meant to be a living thing. It's literally an accessory. It's an aesthetic. It's not even it's meant to be. Like, like yeah, it's a background item. It's literally considered a background decor thing. It's considered decor. It's not even really an animal in the game. I'm surprised they didn't complain about that. Not That's to mention. So funny, but I can't say I hate on having a flaming unicorn either, though. But it's like, granted, like, <laughs> even though the unicorn isn't like a bad change or anything, not something like ugly or whatever, it's just stupid. Like, what do you, if you have such a problem with bullfighting, why not go protest and actually take it up with where it's actually happening rather than making change on a dress-up game? It's not right. like anyone who saw the bull outfit in the game would automatically go start abusing a bull. That's not what they do. I would. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck bulls. <laughs> I feel like they, they chose a fight that they, they could find easier to win. They just got issues. That's what it is. They just got issues. These things are mad all the time. And That's like, it it's funny too, because like I said, it was it's a Chinese game. When it came out on the Chinese server, I'm pretty sure there wasn't any really complaints. They were fine with it as it was. But of course, when the Americans saw it, we decided that we needed to stand up for virtual bulls. Virtual yeah. decor bulls. Not even a real bull. Not even a real fake bull. That's pretty funny. It's not, it doesn't move, right? No. It just sits there. It's, it's literally a decor thing. Decor. Is it, is it elegant or is it? <laughs> it's, it cool? it's coming yeah. out of flames. So, yeah. So, it looks cool. No, but like, you know how in, in the dress up. Oh, game, I think it's gorgeous cool. and. Gorgeous and elegant. Yeah. Or maybe gorgeous <laughs> and sexy. These are terms that oh, they exactly. use to I categorize items. It, I would label it sexy and cool if it was a, it was a bull on fire. Well, or usually they use the cool ter- tag for things that are like, you know, for winter. Yeah. Like literal cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actual literal. temporal. They would use the warm for that, wouldn't they? Well, they, they do. The s- that too. They sometimes do it both ways. Because, oh, again. lively in there. Lively is the one I'm looking for. Yeah, then. lively. Lively is the one I'm looking for there. Again, <laughs> for people who don't know what the hell we're talking about, it's a dress-up game, and these tags are how they used, or what they used to categorize the different articles of clothing. So you have cutesy, you know, mature stuff, etc. So funny. On a last note, I will mention that the timing of uh, the story kind of tied into the censorship thing, but I came across an article where Birds of Prey was just put on HBO Max and apparently it was the censored version, which I, 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 and I didn't even have an idea that there was a censored version. What would you censor from it? You know what I mean? But, but apparently people spotted that Renee Montoya's shirt had two words bl- blurred out in the middle, in the middle of her shirt. It had, it showed shoulder. No, no, it's not that far back. Uh, it, it blurred two words on her white and red tee. And then, um, of course, they have since announced that the uncensored original version of the film it has been put on HBO Max by uh, the release of this episode. And their reasoning was that it, it was a censorship that was from the TV edited version. So that way it could, it could be edited for length as well as content if it was to play on like TNT or the CW or something like that. 
Um, oh, okay. and, like a radio ad. Yeah, I yeah. Guess. So that, that that's what they said the, the censorship really was. And the only thing that I heard was the part that was censored. I haven't read anything else, so forgive me if I if I'm getting leaving some parts out. But her shirt literally just said, I shaved my balls for this. And it was the my balls <laughs> part that got blurred out. So the shirt just said, I shaved? For this. That's what I shaved. Blah, blah, blah. For Wait, this. That, that's kind of sexist, too. How come we got to shave for something, huh? Well, first off, if you guys got balls, you know, that's, a, I mean, that's a different type of question. We I mean, when you were, all together. When you remove the my balls, then you could say it's like, you know, a woman has to leave shave it, her legs leave it or open. something. I shaved for this. Yeah, but, but in the context, in the context of the scene, when you saw her, when she emerged with that shirt, she had disheveled hair like she hadn't slept because she was busy trying to track down black masks and whatnot in this particular narrative but go on i wouldn't hate for shaving for tradition me and my for me and a few of my friends have a long-standing tradition for when it comes to wrestlemania is you shave our genitals so that's just how it works I would. Sometimes, <laughs> shaving, sometimes shaving is part of what's necessary i would sometimes it's necessary to shave your genitals before a big event i would see you know, when your parents are warning you take a pair of underwear to make sure you have a clean pair of underwear before you walk out of the house Make sure your genitals, the genitals are shaped for WrestleMania. What was she expecting you to do to leave with clean underwear before you left the house? It's about you busting ass and taking a shit on yourself by accident. Or if you happen to sit there and get pulled into uh, an ambulance where they have to cut off clothes, you have clean underwear. No, I could understand. I could understand the mentality for that being more realistic if you were going to a live concert like Woodstock and, you know, Coachella. Or, yeah, it, or, or, well, yeah, because you're, you're surrounded by a sea of humanity. I, it would be really hard to get to the bathroom. Even if you got into the bathroom, there's a huge ass line, I'm sure. So the thing about it, though, is, is that the other thing I could understand the, the need to shave would be, or the lack thereof would be if you were playing on a sports team and you didn't want to shave something because you feel like that might mess with your luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, that was the beard. Uh, the beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. And that was that was uh twenty that was twenty thirteen. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was working. I was working at a sports apparel store at the time. We were selling those lines. The the what is it? The the silhouettes of the players with just the beard. Yeah, it was just across um, the shirt. Yeah. We used to sell a bunch of those. Yeah, because that was all about that uh, that time frame for the for the twenty thirteen team. Okay, so as we close out the show, we generally go with Al, who has this week's version of the Florida Man story as well as any other news oddity um, that she's come across or any of us have come across during the week. So take it away. Hell yeah. I'm going to give you a nice little weird science fact that we're essentially fleshy xenomorphs because our stomach acid is strong enough to burn through stainless steel. I don't know if y'all knew that. No. But there you go. We're That's fleshy xenomorphs. I don't mind being a xenomorph. Facts, man. I don't mind being frightening. Just, uh, I guess that they're in, in, have, have my have my my tongue just punch through someone acid spit. It'd be a hell of a way to be like a double way to taste a sandwich. <laughs> if you if you didn't melt it away before you could. True enough, but yeah, I'm not spitting the acid out if I had the opportunity to eat a sandwich. I'm not a fly. Yeah. I have two mouths. Yeah. <laughs> not a tube. All right, y'all. Ready for the Florida man story? Go on. Florida man washes ashore after trying to walk to New York in a bubble device. A Florida man started beachgoers when he washed ashore inside a hybrid bubble running wheel device. The man, identified by a local news channel as Reza Balucci, hope I'm saying that right, mm. washed ashore in Flagler County on the east coast of Florida on Saturday. He was inside a large biotech device which appeared to have flotation buoys attached to the end. The occupant advised he left St. Augustine area yesterday to head to New York, but came across some complications that brought him back to shore. 
I wonder what those fucking complications would be. That your ass probably ain't got the ability to walk all the way to fucking New York from Florida. What the hell? Well, that's one way to try to save money. I don't know if he was trying to set a record or something, but that sounds like something like you'd want to be trying to set a record for something. Now, the Coast Guard was contacted and they arrived on scene to take over the case and ensure the vessel and the occupant, occupant were compliant for safety moving forward. The guy said, my goal is not to only raise money for homeless people, but to raise money for Coast Guard, raise money for police department, and raise money for the fire department. They are in public service and they do it for safety and they help other people. My thing is, is that why didn't he sit there and put some stuff out first? Um, But apparently he was forced to turn back after he discovered that some of his safety and navigation equipment had been stolen. The equipment had been recovered and Bellucci plans to resume his journey once the weather improves says the newspaper. He also put out a YouTube channel that you all can go check out if you want. I don't have the link or anything to give anybody. Y'all gonna have to Google that shit for yourselves. But yeah, try to head to, head, head to New York via walking on water. Try to go via Jesus. It didn't work out too well for him. Until next time, folks. It's been Spade, Al, and Freeline. We'll see you next time.